Hey, you guys, my name is Jeremiah. My name is Ryan. And you are tuned into the realest podcast out there today. Um, so basically, we came together and we decided to have a conversation. A conversation. Drum roll. <laughs> About marriage. Yes, that is a topic that has been soaring through our social media for the past few years, months, weeks days hours seconds and i just thought that you know it would be a good conversation to have so that way we can go ahead and bring the purpose of what is marriage and what does god say about marriage so and we're gonna you I know i know how you feel about marriage we're gonna get there we're gonna go ahead and uh, start off with our questions <laughs> just so we can stay on topic and go ahead and clear the motion of things so we can have a visual of what marriage is all about right right um question number one let's see here okay what are your biggest fears about relationships mr ryan uh you should answer that i asked you first (laughs) um my biggest fear my biggest fear is um not being enough Ooh, did you guys hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Not being enough to somebody you give your all to. You know, it could be, it could be spiritual, financial. Like if I'm doing all I can, my biggest fear is like, what if, you know what I'm saying? You're not happy. Is it because of an insecurity that you have within yourself? Like, or is it something that you know you're not enough to offer to that spirit? special person you're with um i think it's insecurity within myself so something, who, I, something that i have to work on because i know that i know i'm good enough if they don't like it or you know right right self-worth hey i know what i bring to the table right. i know it's worth it and if right. you don't like it that's your problem let right. me find someone else who um you know likes it appreciates it um, my biggest fear about relationships, honestly, is being cheated on. The reason why I say that is because the capacity of when you give somebody your all to, when you make sure that they're okay internally and externally, like, hey, you got to look good. Hey, you got to feel good. This is what I have to offer. And you, and I go through thick and thin and pain and issues and all of this stuff with you, your highs and your lows. And then you give what I work so hard on you to someone else. Like they get the greatest part of you, which is what we've been working on. And then someone else gets to have that part that I've been fighting for. Oh, why won't you talk to me? And you go talk to some chick because, oh, she not nagging. But we've been working on talking. Well, you know, uh uh-uh. If I feel that this is the effort that I'm putting in, I want straight up loyalty. So basically, guys, is basically the same, you know, get me giving my all insecurities. And, and then me giving my all just to be cheated on. Right. So that's one of the things that I feel that I fear, um, you know, just in general. Um, question number two. Uh, how can we improve our intimacy or take it up another level? You gotta answer this first. You gotta answer this one first. Um, how can we improve our intimacy or take it another level? Um, 
taking it another level. I think that in our relationship, we've been taking it to the next level almost every time we have a sit down or communicate like intimacy could sometimes just be sitting on a couch watching a movie being quiet and just being happy in each other's presence that's the type of intimacy or reading each other's love language like ooh, I know my baby is happy let me go make some dinner let me make her feel even more happier like my actions are making you feel like oh this feels good it doesn't have to lead to sex it legit means I'm talking to your your soul and I'm making you feel love or sexy just because of what I'm doing. I cooked you dinner. I rubbed your feet. I talked to you about my day. I acknowledge your day. You know, things like that. That's where you rank it up. Um, so for me, improving our intimacy, I think we're up there. And I feel like our generation needs to take away intimacy, uh, defining it just to sex. And that's the problem. That's true. And that's why they get hurt. That, that is true. Cause yep. I, I think the same thing. I think the same thing for us. Cause you know, I I intimacy just skyrocketed. Cause the whole thing me is like our one on one connection. Right. And yeah, it's it could be just us laying on the bed, it could be us just talking, uh reading the Bible, it could be us um having dinner. It's just me and you. Or it could be us driving in a car because you know how we take yes, our car rides, car rides just... a whole bunch of stuff that I feel like. And then also the intimate part is creating a friendship. If I know that I can count on you as my buddy, I can vent to you as my buddy. I can tell you that, hey, you know, a coworker likes me and this is how I feel about it. You know, I have nothing towards it, but I'm just letting you know as my homie, like you're my friend then that's where it's a type of intimacy of trust of commitment of honor of joy and you know like dang my wife just really told me she got a little crush i mean somebody got crush on her you don't gotta be jealous or nothing because you know where you where you where she stands with you her loyalty speaks her action speaks so you don't gotta be no punk and then that's where you can apply your 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 um your friendship and play around with it, you know, just be funny or something like that. Everything don't need to be serious where you gotta overreact, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's just that's just me, you know. <laughs> that's just me. That's just you know. me. All right, you go ahead and ask the next okay, number question. Let me, ask, let me ask the next question. Ooh. What is it? <laughs> what are a few ways I need to be more understanding? Oh, a few ways that I that I need to be more understanding. Um, I think that sometimes it's just taking the initiative to realize when I'm mentally stressed. Be like, all right, babe, I'm gonna just you know kind of take this off your shoulder, and I'm gonna just do it. Like if I tell you all the stuff that I have a problem with, and you know what's going on, I'm handling planning the wedding and planning you know, our trip and the baptism and a whole bunch of other stuff. Like you are aware of what's going on as well. I want you to take over and come to me and say, Hey babe, I know you were looking into this. Um, I already came up with an idea or whatever the case is. I, I found a location. I, I already calculated the cost and whatever and bring it to me. Then I don't have to worry about something that you already took in care, take, you know, taken care of. Um, not saying you don't do this, but just generally speaking, like, for example, um, taking out the trash. 
I come in the house and I'm like, oh, you know, I've been wanting to take the trash out, get it clean. I was going to tell the lion, da 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 da. And then I come in the kitchen, it's already handled. Or like, you know, hey, babe, I paid a few bills and blah, 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 blah. Then it's like, oh, okay. Not saying it's directly to you, but just generally speaking. Um, but more so, you do take the initiative to do a lot of things beforehand. Um, you know, so I really can't say. What about me? What's your answer? My, my answer, uh, I think uh-huh. it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard for me. And I say that because, you uh. know, you understand me in numerous ways and I have a problem on not expressing myself enough mm-hmm. for you to understand me more. But it has gotten a lot greater. I mean, so, I don't want to say better. I can understand you a lot more than when it was dating. And one thing I say is that I didn't rush you. I literally grew with you because you were growing with yourself for that self-confidence. Um, but yeah, but what was the question again? Just so we could stay on that. Uh, what, are, what are a few ways I need to be more understanding? Um, That's really about it. Just being opened up. Because sometimes when you hinder your feelings, it causes me not to know how to react. And it's a problem because I can't read your mind. So if you are hurtful, I want to help heal the pain. If you are sad, I want to make you happy. But if you're showing me sad, I'm going to give you sad because I don't know what to give you. Like, it's like if you're quiet and hushed, I'm not going to sit here and act off of something. Like, what if you're quiet? You had a bad day. You just got in an argument with your manager. You come home and you're hushed. And I'm over here like, oh, maybe he's mad because he had a bad day. Or maybe he's mad because, you know, the his favorite game, whatever, or, or something. And I'm trying to make you happy on something else. And it's like, that's not the vibe you, you kicking it with. You want to vent, but you don't want to talk about it. So I'm feeding your sadness on another level that's not satisfying you. And then it causes issues. It causes tension. Like, I don't want to play right now. I I don't I don't want to joke right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know. I I hope that makes sense. I hope I wasn't like going all over the place with that. You get what I'm saying? I I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But go ahead, people on the next one though. Ooh, this is this is this <laughs> this question is a little interesting, and so I get to know you. Ew. <laughs> what's your dream date night or weekend with me ew okay so my dream date night i don't know like we do so much Girl, you expensive as hell you want to go out but go i'm out. not bougie <laughs> i think that i deserve where we're going you hear that she said she's i deserve bougie. where you're treating me out because i know i bring too much to the table for you to just take me out to like the shack or something you know i could eat shack food but not shack the full you know base basketball player you know he do so much so i can't really say okay but anyway anyways (laughs) anyways what i'm saying is the fact that our perfect date night honestly is getting excited ordering something out to eat putting the kids to bed, put it on a movie, 
and we just sit there and watch movies and we're chilling. Oh my god, that is my date night. She just read my mind. Like, (laughs) you just, you literally just read my mind. Yeah, I don't, I'm not the only time that I can see myself get dressed to go somewhere is like if it's a special occasion, but honestly. With the way everybody drives, the way how everybody vibe is, I don't like going outside unless I have to. I love being home. I love the comfort of my home. I pay so damn much money to be in this place. I might as well use every inch of it. That's just me, you know? And then on top of that, the reason why it's like that is because you work so much, I work so much, and then we put in the effort with the kids. And then it's like, I don't want to always put our kids okay let's put them up let's put them up let's let them go with grandma let them go with grandpa let them go with auntie and me and you always stepping out for a special you know a, a date or whatever I like being at home knowing that my kids are very comfortable and that mommy and daddy is right around the room and it's date night on the couch but at the same time I could tap in with my kids I don't like stepping out that much I really don't only once I, in the I don't, room. I don't like to drive. <laughs> you like driving. I don't like to drive. You wanted to be a truck I, driver, so I, I guess. I don't know. I was for the money, but I don't like to you drive. You said I was for the money. Huh? I don't like to drive. I like to be cuddled up with some pizza in my hand and you on the other. That's why we're so juicy. I'm telling you, <laughs> See, when you, if you, you realize that people who really do love each other, they gain weight together because no, 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 all no, we no, do no, is no, eat no, and cuddle, eat and cuddle, eat and cuddle. I don't know about y'all. I'm trying to lose 40 pounds. That has nothing to do with the facts. The fact is that I'm still <laughs> going to make sure you're juicied up because I'm going to turn around and cook some nice dinner and you're going to enjoy it. You hear that, America? She want to make me You say fat. hear that, America. Yes, America. Wanna, I feed my husband. And yes, when he eats, she he wants, eats. She wants to bulk me up, bulk me up, bulk me up. She I, don't bulk, I don't force this man to eat. He knows <laughs> how that plate is set up. It's ready for him. So I can't tell you. And then on top of that, I grew up making full stuff. So I'm not used to just making basic things. And then your grandma, too. She was killing it. She had like eight dishes for just one night. That's the problem. That's why we're all juicy. She made me fat, too. You made yourself fat. Now, you had the option to choose two out of the eight options she cooked. But you chose to eat eat eight of the options she cooked, then made a second place. So that's your personal I, I problem. I don't know about you, but nope. when, I, when you come You home, can't put blame on nobody else listen, but yourself. I was working at Walmart. I had a long day. They got nothing to do with anything. You have the decision to choose those juicy what things. Whatever. You could have just, you know. You and my grandma tempted me. And y'all it tasted t- good. And y'all, still y'all tasted good. Me. But whatever. Let me, let me see. Oh, come on. So... Next. Next question. <laughs> okay. Um, my top three love songs and why. I don't really have a love songs like that. Really? Yes, you do. I don't know titles. I'm not good with artists and titles. Like, I'm really not. I literally go to Google and type in the whole lyric just to find the name of the song. I'll be like, who made the song? But... Other than that, I can say my artist of who I would listen to for love music is Eric Bellinger. I've been listening to that man since he's been underneath the cave and his music speaks to me. And 
I just want to say this about the love songs. I love love songs that embraces marriage and embraces parenthood. I was just about to say that. I love love songs that can speak to me without it having sexual intentions yes. of vagina this, vagina that, and that. Like, no. If you can talk about when I come home and you're cooking dinner and you're feeding me, baby, I love you. I want to hold you. That right there is another level of intimacy. And that's the thing I think me and Ryan has overreached. Like we we've, we reached way past that stage that you don't have to be singing about body parts to say I'm going to love on it. That's going to already happen when you're talking to me about cooking and coming home. I can't wait to come home to you. I just want to lay in the bed and watch movies with you. I love you, girl. I love you, boy. That right there is like, dang, we have a connection that's way more than just sex. And this song is rep- is like basically um, speaking on that. And the melody and the beat and the music is just so beautiful. I just can't listen to songs like that anymore where it talks about body parts and, and banging and doing all that stuff. Like, okay, we get it. Whatever. What else you got to speak about? Me? Oh, my gosh. My. Oh. Genuine. Genuine. Okay, don't hurt the guests <laughs> or the people listening. <laughs> Genuine, Jimpresses, um, uh, Jack Edge, Let's Get Married. Let's get oh, married. Man. Um, <laughs> and Tyrese. I do want to say the remix Let's Get Married by Vito is one of my favorite songs. Uh- <laughs> For real. Uh, oh, and Vito, he's another one of my artists that I like shout listening out to. to. Vito, Vito he is, he is good though. Yes. Eric Bellinger, Vito, and Elliot Trent. Those top three artists right there, they sing to you. Okay. Yeah. It's just all the time, like amazing. Y'all, that's our dog, so just don't mind him. He's gonna be talking to us. Um, what is your love language? Mm-mm. 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 my love language to you what is your love language uh, this is about relationship right you got somebody else <laughs> maybe. all right i maybe. thought yeah maybe you're gonna get you cut up <laughs> i'm just playing i'm just playing my love language i like to cook i like to cook food. that's true i like to cook um and i don't I don't like no distractions. I usually don't like movies put on. I like us to just, we usually just scroll on our phone and we eat and we just be chilling on our social media, just laughing at other people. And it's just, we just be vibing. We don't laugh at other people. We laugh with the people. My like bad. We joking laugh with things. The people, you know, specify because we don't funny laugh things, at Funny things, funny mm-hmm. things, funny memes, you know? That's what we laugh at. That's my love language. My love language is cleaning the house setting the tone i like to set the tone i'm not gonna sit here and be laid up and everything is just all over the place out of ordinary my mind can't think i'm all over the place like okay that gotta get picked up that gotta get picked up that gotta get cleaned up i like it when it's clear so it's just nothing but you and me and then my other love language is just talking like just talking about our future talking about you know, what are your dreams? I love listening to us talk about our dreams and our aspiration and how do we accomplish our goals. That right there is like, ooh. Oh, yeah. And my other love language is, uh, like you said, talking to, but talking to the emotions. So if you're mad, happy, sad, you know, 
I'm an emotional person, so I really want to know how you feel. Right. So I guess everybody's love language is different or so. We don't want it to be too <sighs> over the top. It really depends on the vibe. Okay. And then, let's see. Do you feel like we have enough heart-to-heart conversation that connects us emotionally? Yes, most definitely. And why is most definitely. that? Because um, starting off in our relationship, I was very prideful and I did not communicate at all about my emotions. But now, oh yeah, every time something makes me mad, happy, sad, you know, you like talking I, about it? I like talking about it with you. Now, I can say this, though. <clears throat> well, at first, when we first started dating and you weren't saying much, you, like, you were very, very, like, standoffish, I didn't belittle you. I didn't make you feel like, okay, well, if you don't want to talk, I don't want to talk. And I was just like, well, if you don't want to talk, you're going to listen to me talk. And then, like, me, like, reading your body language and understanding where you're coming from with bits and pieces of the stuff you will feel comfortable telling me I will put two and two together and then I'll start asking questions so that way we can start engaging and I think that's the reason why I realized you were standoffish was because when you engage and communicate with someone about your feelings it's either thrown back at you or it's disregarded that's very true. and so that's what very I made true. sure I did not do was to disregard your feeling or to belittle you on how you felt entitled to feel and so normally I, I would always ask questions I will always engage my memories on what you tell me I make sure that I remember them because listening was one of the biggest things that I wanted to make sure you knew I was doing not just listening to respond but listening to you know, to take in, to sit on it, and so that we can go ahead and engage later on about it when you're more comfortable. So that's why I say more so like with men, um, if you see a woman who's trying, give her that position to kind of budge and be like, let me just open up just a little bit and then slowly, the more comfortable you feel. Um, I got a question. <clears throat> How important is it to you to keep up with your physical appearance? well it's kind of well that's a tough one because before I was a mom I was very fit we was always running going to the gym exercising and whatnot walking but then after having my first child it really like pulled me back like okay Jay you're gaining all this weight you're gonna get rid of it it's okay you're gonna be a power mom you know but then once I had the baby and then the postpartum, and then the adjustments of going back to work, and then being stable with the jobs and stuff. It was like, dang, I don't have time to work out. So what can you do to change that? Um, I just feel like it takes, I don't want to say it takes time, because it, it already took its time. Um, it's acceptance and, and actions. My biggest thing that holds me back is the procrastination. I'll procrastinate. Maybe if I get control of that, I'll probably be or- doing... Maybe if I get control of that, I'll probably be able to at least like, you know, do small workouts and then it could accumulate. And then that's also another thing, too. Before, when I, you know, be ready to work out, I would try to work out at 90 percent and then I'll crash. But I realized I got to slowly start 10 percent and then bump it up 18 percent. OK, bump it up 22 percent until 
I'm up there where I'm working out as a part of my weekly schedule. So, what about you? Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you think you, how you going to keep up with your appearance? How can I keep, I, me, it's, it's procrastination. Is is procrastination? Yo, um, he just stealing my answers, y'all. He ain't got no answer for himself, honey. <laughs> no, for it's procrastination, you know, um, and and stress. You know, I like you know a lot of things have been stressing me out. You know, where it's like I don't got. I I just be like hell with the gym. Uh, I just want. Yeah. Hell with the gym. Yeah, I, I just be like, hell with the gym. I just want to go eat and just sit down. You and know? cuddle with me. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, and that's procrastination. Why, we are each other's. And stress. And stress. I mean, you can. Sometimes I be stressing where I just be like, man, I'm not trying to go for no run. That's true. I'm not. I'm me not and you are each other's run. kryptonite. I think that we're so used to being around each other so much all the time that the thought of you going out to work out by yourself makes me sick because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm by myself. Why is Ryan not here with me eating? <laughs> see? Sitting. You see? And the if same I thing go, with you. If I go for a if run. I went uh-uh. for a run, Ryan, no. stop. What happened when I went to the gym the other time by myself? You was hitting me up, babe, why you didn't go to the gym with me? And you was all sad and sick like you was missing me. Like a kid that gets dropped off to daycare <laughs> and is like, oh. Howdy, yeah, you know. So I just feel like also at the same time, me and you creating our bond so tight, we also have to work on kind of detaching just a little bit to grow apart to be strong. Because if me and you are, you know, we're business people, we have our business, we're going to be growing and things like that, and you're traveling, I have to be comfortable. There's nothing, there's no insecurities. Let me just get that out there. I just want to be comfortable knowing that you're safe. Okay, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have my assistant, Aaliyah. No, Ryan. <laughs> you don't need no third party folks to call me to say Ryan's good. Yeah, I said what I said. <laughs> but not for real though. I just feel like me and you, we worked so hard to become attached. Now we kind of gotta work on detaching just a little bit. Or enough to where it's like, all right, babe, you're in another state handling business for a few days or whatever. I'm good. You're good. I trust you. Everything we've embedded in within each other, I can hold you accountable for it. And I know that's what you can offer when you're out there. That's what you could put on when you're out there. Most definitely. Most definitely. It better be most definitely. Come on. I trust you. You trust me. Of course. There's nothing out there for me. None to it. Yeah. I'm just being real with you. Can I not repeat back what you're saying? Let's, come on. Next All question. Right. <clears throat> okay. How do you feel about your spouse having opposite sex friends? Yeah, Ryan, Ooh. this is for you. I'm be honest with you. I'm cool with it, but I don't like it. Why? I don't like it. It's just what you gonna talk about with your opposite sex friends? That's just that's just not. I'm I'm cool with it because you know I don't have no insecurities. But that sounds insecure. What are, what are y'all gonna talk about? Exactly insecure. 
What you like on? If you have opposite sex, friends. what can we talk about? There's trees and cars and money and jobs yeah, and that, finance. Yeah. Now you come on, you hear that, Ryan? Really? <laughs> so that means I can't talk to my men coworkers at my job. Because there's nothing to talk about. It's about work. If it ain't about work, there's nothing to talk about. No. That means you don't trust me to to no. to force the conversation. That's not it. That's no, not that's it. what it is. I never said I had a. That's what I'm saying. I you never, just said, never, "What are we going to talk about, baby? <laughs> what are we going to talk about?" And then you sit here and talk about some. It don't bother okay, you. It don't okay, bother okay, you. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm not the lead. Whatever. It don't bother you, faith. Okay, I guess I have a little, a little insecure, a little bit of insecurities, but it's just like you know, you got your. Hey, who don't got insecurities? You're right, but again, you have a partner that makes sure that your insecurities are handled and cleared and smashed and down because you don't have to worry about me doing anything or talking in some type of manner with anybody else. I don't, I don't, I don't. It's not you that I have a problem with. It's niggas that I have a problem with. No, that's the thing, though. I, I control the conversation. If I know what I have behind me, I can course the conversation. True. If a man, there's been multiple times where I have spoke to men at the uh, grocery stores or whatever, and he'll try to gear the conversation to something. Oh, you're very beautiful. Well, thank you, sir. Do you have a daughter? Well, I'm sure she's beautiful as well. I can go ahead and rebuttal back what's being thrown at me and then put it out there to where it doesn't have to be, you know, sexual. So, again. Okay. That made me, that made me feel a little better. How you feel about me having opposite sex friends? Um, I guess that will have to be said in the next episode. Um, you guys, we're going to have to go ahead and round it up. We do have a part two that's going to be coming up in a few moments uh, being dropped to you guys. Thank you so for tuning in. Again, this is Jeremiah and that's Ryan and we're dropping the uh, marriage conversation part two.